Good evening, fam. I'm just sitting here um, on the balcony in my house, just thinking about stuff, contemplating stuff. And uh, one of the things that I was contemplating is where we are in our series in the Word Encounter. And um, particularly since we're in Deuteronomy, I just wanted to highlight some things and and just uh, some, some, something, something was bugging me and uh, because I know how people are and I know how people can um, you know misconstrue things I know how people can attempt to um, mislead and misguide people and uh, even sincere people can can misunderstand things or take things in the wrong way and particularly since we're in the Old Testament, um, the Old Testament a lot of times gets quoted out of context to the New Testament. The Bible is one cohesive book. And it's not like a smorgasbord where you can go and pick and choose what you want and take from this or take from that, leave this or leave that. You know, you have to take the whole thing because they uh, they influence each other. Now, before I go any further, the, the, my allergies are killing me. <laughs> and so if I sniffle or, or or something, or need to rub my nose or something, you'll know what the deal is. I'm, I've been suffering. And so um, it's driving me crazy, actually. So hopefully it won't last for too much longer. But anyway, uh, that's where it is. So getting back to... To the Old Testament and, and, and what we're dealing with, um, I just felt that I needed to, you know, make a separate video from from the series because I wanted to highlight this. I wanted to highlight a couple things actually. And so the first thing is that in the in the Old Testament and in, in Deuteronomy, where we are right now, we're dealing with um, you know Moses recounting and retelling. Uh, the second generation Israelites of, of all things that transpired in the past and there's an emphasis on the rules and the regulations and the and the um, ordinances of the Lord and policies and and all that sort of thing and and how um, you know you'll be blessed if you if you keep the the commandments and how you'll be cursed and how the Lord will jack you up if you step outside the commandments and a lot of us live in that reality um, uh, with regard to thinking of the Lord as this harsh taskmaster. And if you step out of line, you're going to get crushed. <clears throat> and to be honest with you, there's a healthy degree of that in me, to tell you the truth. But if we only had the Old Testament uh, and, and we didn't get to a point of understanding what the end game is for all of this, then maybe that would be an appropriate perspective. But it's not. Laws, policies, rules, regulations, all of those things, at best, the best that they can hope to accomplish is to regulate behavior. That's it. That's the best they can hope to accomplish is to regulate behavior. You can put a man under stress, put a gun to his head, 
and make him do anything that you want him to do. That doesn't mean that's what's in his heart. That doesn't mean that's what he wants to do. He's doing it under duress. Not because he wants to, not because he thinks it's right or righteous or anything. It's because he's being forced to. And in a way, laws and policies and regulations and ordinances, they serve the same purposes. Whether they be from man or from God, they serve the same purposes. And so God puts out his commandments and his regulations and his rules and his policies and his ordinances. And the people repeatedly fail. They fail time after time after time. Don't look too harshly at the Israelites because honestly, they're really no different than us. You tell somebody something that they can't do or shouldn't do, all it does is make them want to do it more. That's it. And so the law in the Bible has a purpose. The law's purpose is really not to regulate man's behavior. The law's purpose is to reveal to man the condition of his heart. <clears throat> God wants man to realize and recognize the condition of his heart so that man will understand that he is in fact in need of a savior. The law is like a mirror. A, mir a mirror reveals to you what you look like. A mirror does not change what you look like. It just reveals to you what you look like. It might tell you you need a you know, shave here or shave there. You need a little bit more eyeshadow here or eyeshadow there or whatever. But it doesn't do those things. It just reveals those things. In much the same way, that's what the law does. The law does not change a man's heart. It just reveals the condition of his heart. The law does not have the power or the ability to change a man's heart. So God brings the law in order to, in order to reveal to man the condition of his own heart. So the Lord is holding up a mirror and says, see, look at your heart. It's wretched. It's in need of a savior. You can't do this on your own. You need assistance in doing this. That's the purpose of the law. The purpose of the law was to reveal that to the Israelites and similarly is to reveal that to us today. Is that we do not have the power or the ability in order to adhere to the law on our own. We don't. The law just reveals to us the condition of our hearts. That's it. So through the Old Testament, we see the repeating, the repeated violations of the Israelites of the law, repeatedly getting in trouble, repeatedly having to atone for sin, repeatedly going over this again and again and again and again. And their whole, their whole journey, their whole, uh, the chronicling of their whole existence is to reveal to us 
and to show us that we're really no different. Because we do the same thing. We go around the same bush. We go around the same block over and over and over and over. We do it all the time. So God is holding up a mirror in the Old Testament. And he's saying, look, this is, this is the condition of your heart. This is what your deal is. You're in need of, of a savior. And that's why I'm sending my son. And so in the New Testament, we find the solution to the problem. The solution that deals with the heart. The solution that changes the behavior because the heart is changed. And that solution is Jesus. Only Jesus has the power to change the heart. The law doesn't have the power. Jesus has the power. Jesus has the authority to change the heart. So the whole Old Testament is leading up to a culmination in the, revela in the revelation of Jesus as the solution to the source of the problem. We're all caught up, especially in these days, with policies and laws and this, that, and the other. But that's not going to change anybody's heart. In many cases, it's just going to make their hearts harder. It's going to worsen the problem. You know, we have to deal with the heart and the heart cannot be regulated by law. The heart cannot be regulated by policy. The heart wants what the heart wants. So what we have to do is change what the heart wants. And the only way to change what the heart wants is through the recognition and the revelation of who Jesus is and why he came then everything changes from there. So I just wanted to emphasize as we're in the Old Testament right now to, to, to not get caught up in the rules and the regulations and the Israelites being punished and, and, and everything because they kept breaking God's law. I wanted to put the law into context to show that, uh, that, that, that to not try to bring that same thing into the current tense, into the present day tense, um, and assuming that, that God is looking for behaviors and looking for works. Because if we, if we fall to that, if we believe that, then what we've done is we've not recognized why Jesus died. We're not recognizing the power in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And so, as we go through, it's important to understand these things as far as what the Israelites were facing with regard to their behavior in God's law and this and the other, but don't, don't get it twisted. Okay, don't get it twisted. Don't get it out of, out of sorts with regard to what the end game is. What we're doing is we're building a story, if you will. We're, we're in a crescendo, we're building things up so that we can reveal, you know, what the solution to the real problem is. First reveal the real problem and then reveal the solution. It's not behaviors, 
It's not that they kept breaking his laws. It's that their hearts were wrong and out of their hearts were flowing their behaviors and what was coming out of their mouths and, and all that sort of thing. You change the heart, you change everything else. See? You regulate the behavior or try to regulate the behavior, you don't change the heart. And so stuff is going to be manifested in other ways. And God is after the heart. He's after a permanent and a real change, not a behavioral change. And so I just wanted to, to, to bring that up because uh, we can get caught up in the, in the laws and regulations and policies and this and the other uh, that we see in Deuteronomy and elsewhere in the Old Testament and lose, lose perspective that this is building to something, okay? We're building to something. Don't get stuck in the muck and the mire with regard to where we are right now. All right? So that's what I had. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.